Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Thanks, Eamon and John. You are listening to News Talk's Lunchtime Live. Andrea Gilligan here till two this Thursday afternoon. Plenty to come on the programme. We were talking about whether disposable vapes should be banned. There's lots of you getting in touch with us with your own stories about how and why and when you started vaping. Uh, we will come back to that shortly. 1800 453 106. That's the number to call if you want to join us on that particular issue today. Uh, also, it's Thursday afternoon and every Thursday we bring an expert in to give you free advice and if you have any questions or queries you can send them in to us. Today is the turn of um, Arlene McIntyre from Ventura Design. So she's in to answer any of your interior design questions, queries. I want to know in particular about uh, how do you pick a good white paint and where do you start? Um, might help me take the tipex off the wall effectively. But anyway, if you have a revamp question for Arlene, send it in to us 53106 and we'll be talking to her shortly. You can can email us as always. That's lunchtimelivenewstalk.com and you can join us on Twitter today too at lunchtimelivent. But before all of that, Irish Rail have announced 41 new trains in transit and currently heading to Ireland. But some disability activists say they've been forgotten about because the trains, they're no more accessible than the current carriages. And Barone is with us on the programme today. Now, Barone, well, do you agree with that? Do you feel that people have been forgotten about? Hello, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I I do feel that um, it's a constant battle for somebody who has a disability. And yes, I do think we're forgotten about. And I'm just wondering what um, advice did they take? Did they, were they in contact with the National Disability Authority for advice and how best practice, basically? You know, it it is a constant uh, battle for adult users of wheelchairs and parents of of young children who have wheelchairs, plus the elderly, plus people who stay using buggies. Sean is on the line too, Verone. Sean, yeah. you're a wheelchair user. Um, c- can you just explain what, what how you see or what's the problem with these new train carriages, in your opinion? Hi, Andrea. Um, from personal experience, I, I've been... I, I've, I've had to go from... They are, I, I've been wanting to go to a certain station um, and I've had to go to a further station because there was, there's been nobody there to meet me, um, no Irish Rail staff uh, to meet me at the, at the, uh, the given station. Um, with hydraulic ramps um, that we had hoped would be on these carriages, um, they, we, it would allow for ease of independence. Um, and ease of independence and access for for everyone, no matter what, well, no matter where you've got, whether you've got four wheels or whether you're able, whether you're able bodies. Um, and we also we're also in access for all Ireland. We're we're also um, calling on Irish Rail to um, get rid of the the, the notice period um, for 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 those who mm. need assistance. Um, it's currently 24 hours notice policy uh, throughout the country, um, but, um, but four hours in Dublin. I mean, no other uh, no other uh, sector in society has to give notice. So, we we I don't see why people with disabilities should have to give notice. So, Sean, just to paint the picture, you're based in Dublin. If you decide, you know what, I want to go from one end of Dublin to the other today or I want to get a train somewhere in Ireland, you have to give four hours notice 
to the train station that you're going to access the train. Uh, access yeah. the train. You're, you have to you have to give four hours notice. But if you were in a different part of the country, you'd have to give twenty four hours notice. You were going to use this train. If I, if I yes, if I was to go from Dublin to um, say Galway, I, I I did that trip um, a couple of months ago, and I had to give twenty four hours notice, or at least twenty four hours notice. Um, and why is that? Are you saying, Sean? Is that because? It's, an it's, Irish rail staff member is um, is required to to meet you at the at this train station. Yeah, it's to allow for um, for an Irish rail staff to put out the ramp um, for for wheelchair users. Um, whereas going back to the the hydraulic ramps that we had hoped would would be rolled out in these carriages, but uh, it hasn't come come to come to be. Um, it would allow for uh, like it, w- it would allow access for everyone, and um, without having to give the four hours or the twenty-four hours notice. So, Verone, these yeah. forty-one new trains that we've been mm-hmm. told are currently on their way here to Ireland. Um, sure. You're saying that the forty-one new trains that they don't have this ramp that Sean mentioned. Sean's uh, made excellent points there, um, and I like. I just like to say that no, the trains don't have the ramp, to the best of my knowledge, and I'd like to know why. Basically, can Irish Rail tell us why? Um, as Sean said, the access is something that's you know so important, and it's not just the ramp. You might even be able to access a, a, a mobile ramp. If the uh, lifts aren't working in the stations, am I correct there, Sean? Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. 100%. Well, listen, the, the person who's able to answer these questions is with us on the programme. Jane Cregan from Irish Rail, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andrea. Jane, why don't these new 41 trains have ramps? Uh, so I suppose just to give a bit of context to this, so they're not 41 new trains, they're 41 new carriages that will be added to our existing intercity rail car fleet. So they're the trains that go to Waterford, to Limerick, to Galway, to nearly every route in the country except uh, Cork and Belfast. Um, so we ordered these trains, uh, additional carriages, because there was huge demand for additional um, capacity. Um, and so we ordered those at the end of 2019. But I suppose just to be very clear that these are carriages. So if you go to buy a train, it's not like going in to buy a car, right? You have to spec it to the specifics of the railway that they're going on to, right? So these 41 intercity railcar carriages that we are have started to take delivery of now in the autumn, um, they're the exact same specification with just some some slight interior modifications um, that would have been the trains that first came ordered here in 2008. So why, would you not up, why would you not upgrade them then, Jane, though, and get the ramps? Uh, because it, it takes, sorry, it takes five years it takes five years to specify, to procure and uh, to construct train carriages. So in this instance, we are getting these trains um, in uh, in just over two years and they will be on the rail network um, by uh, quarter one of next year. So it's a lot faster. It was giving us capacity when we needed capacity. But and obviously, I completely understand. But when these trains were specced, they would have been specced in the region of 2003 um, because they came in. But but Jane, sorry, like wheelchair users used intercity rail trains in 2003 and five years ago. I mean, this is not a unique, it's not a new thing. Sorry, 
sorry if I could just um, make my point and just to explain the reasoning for it. So in 2003, there wouldn't have been the technology that is available now. Um, and then if we were to respec the trains, it would have taken five years for us to get those 41 carriages. And there was extreme demand at pre-COVID for additional capacity. I know I'm sure lots of your listeners will be um, will be aware that particularly on commuter routes, we had uh, huge amounts of people travelling and we just didn't have the capacity. So now we will get this capacity quickly. But the good news, and I can completely understand Sean and Verone's point on this, is that we are uh, we have placed an order for 600 new carriages that will be used in the greater Dublin area um, for um, uh, DART-type um, services that will be extended to Manus, to Hazelhatch and to Drogheda. Okay. But these will all have sliding mm-hmm. ramps. So and when they, will they come on stream, uh, Jane? Uh, the first we should we would hope to be in um, in 25 that we would have the first arriving into the country. They're currently being built in France at the moment. So, I mean, we would be the first to say that, you know, uh, it, what we have at the moment isn't ideal, but we were innovation technology is constantly evolving and also we're dealing with Victorian infrastructure from a railway perspective. I'm sure Sean and Ron will be ava- will be aware say for example in um, Platform 5 in Connolly or in Cork there's a huge mm-hmm. curve on the track so you know we have to spec something that we know will be safe to have a sliding ramp and we're delighted we work very closely with um, we have a dedicated accessibility users group that meet every quarter um, with our engineers and with our accessibility officer to go through all of the issues that impact people who have additional mobility needs that use our services. Look, I, like, I, look I, I, I take your point on that and there's going to be new carriages. I mean, they're not till 2025. We'll, we'll get for own Sean's reaction to that in a moment. Yeah, but yeah. I, I will just ask though, Jane, I mean, like it, it strikes me as just being utterly bizarre that in 2022, you have to give 24 hours notice to be able to use a train. Like, what if somebody outside of Dublin who's a wheelchair user has an emergency to go to? What I, what I would say is that that's recommended. It's not essential. And the reason we ask for 24-hour notice outside of um, the, the, the commuter network is because we only have a certain amount of dedicated wheelchair spaces. So we want to ensure that we have a dedicated wheelchair space um, for somebody who is travelling who needs a wheelchair space. We now have um, onboard customers customer service agents at, at, on all of our intercity services. So incidents like what happened to Sean, I apologise for that. There was nobody to, to, to assist him at a particular station, but that shouldn't be an issue on intercity services now anymore because we do have a dedicated person on board who will assist uh, wheelchair users both um, getting on and getting off trains. And is that on every service, on every one of the intercity That's services? Every, every intercity now, yeah. Is that good news, Sean? I suppose, yeah, it is good, it is good news. Um, I, I, and I'm sure it's on the dark system. I would hope that it's on the dark system too. Um, but yeah, it is good news. Verone, you wanted to come in there. I mean, you're listening to Jane Cregan there. I, I am. I just wanted to clarify something with Jane there. No, I may have taken her up incorrectly. So by 2025, are these additional carriages, carriages, not trains, that will come on stream? So, so the no, there are additional trains that will be coming in twenty twenty five, but the forty one okay. intercity railcar carriages that are coming soon, mm. they're just going to be added to existing trains okay. to boost capacity. They're not okay. brand, they're not full train sets themselves. They're additional carriages to boost capacity. Is there okay. any? Is there anything else, Jane, in the interim that can be done to to improve um, the experience for for wheelchair service users? 
Uh, well, I mean, as I said, we work very, very closely with representative bodies um, for uh, wheelchair users on this. And, you know, we have improved the um, the system in on the DART because we got this hub system in place now where we have uh, dedicated people at different stations all along the DART line and commuter lines that will travel to assist wheelchair users. Um, and we've seen um, far less fall downs, like, like, for example, what happened to Sean. We've seen far less of those um, since that been brought in and also just with reference to the lifts we've had a really mm-hmm. bad problem with lifts and vandalism and we sure. we adopted this um system called lift call so when you go to a lift in the station now you ring you you press the button and you'll put through to a call center and then that person will open the lift for you so it stops people coming into stations and vandalizing lifts and we've seen a, not, a lot less um, lifts out of service um, since mm-hmm. we got that in. So, you know, we're constantly working to try and improve um, our services and give the best possible service to people um, with the, um, accessibility needs. But there's always challenges there, you know. Well, that's, there I mean, are, what strikes me from listening to Verone and Sean today is that, there, like, there's still a real lack of independence. Like, you're utterly reliant on, on somebody being there at a station to assist. And I suppose the other thing I would say, particularly on commuter, we have pre-COVID, we would have had 650 wheelchair movements a day on the dart. And most of these people are people commuting to work, to school, to college, and they would commute at the same time every day. So they would have relationships with people in the station and they'd say, oh, I'll see you, I'll be on the 1752 or whatever, and there'll be somebody there. So there's not a necessity to give the four uh, hours notice. So the four hours notice is a recommendation. We don't want a situation where somebody arrives at a dark station and there's nobody there to assist them. Well, it would be absolutely ridiculous if we people wait in 24 hours or if they did have to give 24 hours notice. Verone, you wanted to come in there. Yeah, I did. You know, it is all positive, and there were also positive moves changing places in, you know, some of the, the main um, train stations. Um, yeah, I agree with Jane. Um, they're doing a lot, but there's more to be done. And I just feel that uh, awareness perhaps involves um, disability organisations such as the CRC, DFI, NDA, IWA, Bring them on board. I know you said you, you have a, a disability group at least every quarter, Jane. And I'm wondering, yes. um, are there representatives from these organisations involved? There are. Yeah, there are representatives yeah. from those organisations. Yeah, and okay. I can't say every single one of those organisations, but some of them definitely um, are represented in that. And I suppose the reason we have this forum is for people to, you know, uh, tell us how we can do things better. And also, mm. as matters arise, we have relationships with these people so that okay. we can deal with it. Say, for example, with the CRC and Enable Ireland, they're both um, by Sandy Mount and by Colester. So, you know, we would have a no- lot of their service users would be using the DART um, every Correct. day to get um, to, to get to those centres. So, you know, we would have very established relationships with them. And I would be okay. the first to say that it's not perfect, the service that we mm-hmm. can provide for um, people with accessibility needs. But we are doing our best. We're constantly innovating. We're constantly looking at different ways that we can mm-hmm. improve. Um, but we're never going to get it 100% right just, all of the time. Just That's a, just the way it is. Just a final one, Jane, for you. There's a text in from a listener who's just wondering, could you please ask uh, Jane from Irish Rail today why the driver can't keep a portable ramp for wheelchair users inside the train and just step out to put the light ramp down? Is that is that possible? I don't. I, I I don't. I can't answer that question offhand. Okay. I would imagine okay. that there's not space in the cab for that. I don't know that for a fact. 
but I, 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 it's something I could look into and come back to you if you wish. Okay, please. No, that'd be great because I just see a couple of and, other... And, and to be fair, to be fair, it's not always the driver that would do that. It would is most times it's a station staff member who okay. would be there. So there is a, there is a ramp at every station well, and the station staff member, yeah. member can use. Well, we'll, we'll have, maybe try and look into that, Jane, and we'll touch base with you again to see if that is something that might be feasible. It's just a suggestion here from a listener I see in the, on the text line uh, oh. today. Uh, Jane Cregan from Irish Rail. Jane, thanks for your time here on the programme. Uh, Sean and Verone as well. Thank you for getting in touch with us. 1800-453-106 is the number if you want to contact us on Lunchtime Live this Thursday afternoon. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.